leftovers, or the DMV, or house cleaning, or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. From the era that brought you names like Chamberlain, Russell, and West. To Chamberlain, he's got it! Jerry West made it from the other side of the mid-court strike! To the glory days of Magic and Kareem. Jabbar is on the brink of an NBA all-time record. From a time where last-second shots were expected. Here comes Kobe from way outside. Got it! Oh, man! Gets it to LeBron for three for the win! Yes! LeBron James! And rings were handed out like candy. Here's Jordan! It's Duncan Dynasty with your host, Gary Bougay, and it starts right now. Welcome to another episode of Duncan Dynasty. Alongside my co-host and dear friend, Corbin Ford, I am Garrett Bougay. And for this episode, we're going to continue a tradition of, uh, of replicating the all-star draft. And I've actually had somebody different every year be sort of my, uh, my co-star in, in doing this. But uh, Corbin and I are going to act as the two captains. Corbin is going to be Team LeBron. And uh, since Team Kevin Durant was uh, just replaced because Durant is injured and not going to be participating, I selected myself to be Team Curry. So uh, it's Team LeBron versus Team Curry. We're going to go back and forth making the picks. Corbin is going to be getting the first pick amongst the starters, which the starters include Yantis Antetokounmpo, DeMar DeRozan, Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, Ja Morant, Andrew Wiggins, Trey Young, and Jason Tatum. And then I, as Steph Curry, will get the first pick amongst the reserves. And the reserve selection includes Devin Booker, Jimmy Butler, Luka Doncic, Darius Garland, Rudy Gobert, DeJounte Murray, James Harden, Zach Levine, Chris Middleton, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, Carl Anthony Towns, Fred Van Fleet, and last but not least, LaMelo Ball. So, uh, Corbin, you ready to get us kick-started here? I am, sir. I am ready. I think we're, we're ready to get this party on the road. All right. So, yeah, as Team LeBron, who is your first selection amongst those eight starters? Okay. so. It's a tough decision because I kept looking for Russell Westbrook, and then I remembered it's 2022. But <laughs> for my first pick, Team LeBron slash Corbin are going to pick Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay, we're going take, big. We're, yeah, we're going big. I need another guy 
who defensively can help, especially since knowing myself, I lean in. Actually, so does Team LeBron uh, with his Lakers this year. We skew heavily in the offensive end. So we need our AD um, replacement in this way to kind of clean up around the rim, you know, backline defense. At the same time, we grab the ball, push in transition. Most dominant force, I would say, of all the all-stars here, barring, of course, my captain. And, of course, I would say Durant, but he's out. Um, and I think he's going to be a good fit for the team and, and a great building block to to, to, to start our team with, um, in addition to LeBron. So we are going to go with Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay, so as as Steph Curry, I've got a couple of other point guards to possibly pick from with Ja and Trey. I've got a couple of centers in Embiid and Jokic. I've also got a couple of wings in DeMar DeRozan and Andrew Wiggins. I should also make note, and uh, I brought this up to Corbin before we started, we're going to be drafting these teams as if they were going to be competing against each other in a seven-game playoff series as opposed to playing in an all-star exhibition. I think that's just a much more fun exercise. So uh, we're, we're thinking of it in terms of uh, the highest level of, of basketball and, and how these teams will match up. So – as Steph, this is this is tough. I, I was hoping that Giannis would be here for me, Corbin. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I had a zig. I figured you thought I might go with DeMar DeRozan or someone. So I had to switch it up. I think I'm going to lean towards going big here. And you know what? I think Steph Curry is one of the greatest offensive players of all time. I've got another guy that right now is my MVP of the NBA available to me here and would be a deadly, deadly combination on the offensive end with Steph. I'm going uh, Nikola Jokic here, Corbin. Interesting. Okay, I do like that. I do like that. That's that's a nice offensive mix. Yeah, you've got the, you know, the, the brilliant passing and uh, an efficient scoring of Jokic, and then you've got the deadly off-ball movement and, and three-point threat of Steph. It's... Uh, it's that's a devastating combo to try to deal with defensively. Absolutely. Absolutely. But that, that, that is something we have to think about. Wow. All right. So with our third pick um, or with our second pick, rather the third pick overall team LeBron has some options here for sure. Well, do we go with, you know, pairing number ones together with LeBron James and Andrew Wiggins? Do we, you know, switch it up a little bit and go with Trey young? I think ultimately Team LeBron is going to go with Joel Embiid. Okay, you are. We going are going the, big. Is with LeBron our starting right at the three for you? Honestly, I I can't even lay out my hand, Garrett. You might try to combat it in your in your in your um calculating way. So I'm not going to tell you. Okay, you know LeBron can play one through five, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, LeBron, Giannis, and Embiid. That's one heck of a front line. I, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Thank you, sir. And, and again, for the second consecutive pick, you took the guy I was going to take. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on to you now for some reason. Um, so, so my options now are between DeMar DeRozan, John Morant, Andrew Wiggins, Trey Young, and Jason Tatum. I am going to go with, uh, with Jason Tatum here. Smart. That was my next one. I um, you know, obviously I've got my my point guard in staff. I've got my center in, in, in Jokic. I needed to get that that wing guy. You've already got a couple of wings that I'm gonna need to to defend. So I think Tatum is a solid fit. And he also, 
I think fits well offensively where everybody that I have so far is an above average shooter. Yes. And that's what I'm thinking about my next pick right now. I'm looking, I go, why not more size? Because again, I've been fortunate to be able to build around LeBron, who is basically the de facto point guard as is. So it kind of takes John Morant out as electrifying as he is. I'm looking between, and it kind of moves Trey Young out. This is just one ball and LeBron's going to dominate most of it. So I'm looking between a wing who has some size, can shoot the three ball well, and defend, you know, capably his position, which unfortunately takes out my DeMar DeRozan, who is my fave. I think I'm going to settle with Andrew Wiggins. With my next pick, another guy with additional size, some defensive versatility. We could put him on, you know, one of the better offensive threats and, and feel pretty good about that. And on the offensive end, knows his role, not going to take up too much usage, can knock down a three at a high clip. We're going to go with Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, I think that's a that's a solid that's a solid selection. It feels like your first couple of picks you went sort of best player available, and now you're starting to think more about fit. Yes, sir. Doing my best. <laughs> All right. So we're coming down to the wire here as far as the starters that are remaining. There is uh, Demar Derozan, John Morant, and Trey Young. So this is really my last uh, pick amongst the starters because then once you make yours, I'll just be stuck with the starter that's remaining. Mm-hmm. My next selection. Yeah, interesting, interesting. So basically, you know, I've got my my starting point guard in in Steph Curry, so I could opt for, you know, my my backup there. Or, you know, yeah, I could go with uh, with a guy like DeMar DeRozan if I want a little more size and, and playmaking as well. It's an interesting, interesting decision. I, <sighs> I think I'm going to, you know, I think I'm going to go Trey Young here. And in large part because, you know, I feel like I can run a similar offensive system with both Curry and Trey Young. You know, both of those guys can shoot the three off the off the dribble quite well. They're both solid passers. So I think he's a good fit with sort of the offensive system that I have here. So yeah, I'm 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 going with Trey. Okay, that's solid. Um, well, we're just gonna keep on the same theme. Uh, when we can get John Morant, or we can force you guys to find a way to play job with Trey and Steph Curry. We're gonna choose the latter. We're gonna take Demar Derozan. We've seen how good he has been this year. We've seen him in the clutch. We've seen another shot creator who can do you know, from scratch, um, offensive creation. Not that we need that with LeBron and Giannis, but in the rare event that we do, DeMar DeRozan can do that. We can selectively kind of isolate parts of the floor for him. Um, on the defensive end, I mean, he holds position at best. And if not, we got Joel and, and Giannis. I, I don't feel too bad about that. Um, and we have Andrew Wiggins kind of picking up the, the better uh, offensive player over the perimeter players. And we still have LeBron, who, although physically may not be exactly that guy, has an all-world defensive brain in terms of picking out coverages and how to correct those. So we're taking DeMar DeRozan. We are going to just go just straight five. We're putting DeRozan back in his original two-guard position, taking LeBron at the one like he was at the 2020 NBA championship, um, you know, starting a front line with Joel Embiid at the five and Giannis at the four. And you already know eight weekends of the three. I feel very confident about this team so far and the size and the versatility we have here. I feel very confident that you have a tall team. I'll say that. <laughs> Everybody's, I think, six, seven, I, I think, or tall. At the least. Yes, sir. <laughs> so uh, so then I am uh, I'm stuck with John Morant, which, you know, not ideal because it's my third point guard that I've gotten already. But, you know, it's okay. I, I could potentially play two of those guys at the same time, even though I would be significantly shorter than you on the court 
but hey, <laughs> yeah. make up for it with speed and and, and skill. So uh, I'm I'm stuck then with Morant. So we have concluded our our picks for the starters. Now we're into the reserves, and I as Steph Curry get the first selection out of out of this group. And again, to recap, who's available here? We have Devin Booker, Jimmy Butler, Luka Doncic, Darius Garland, Rudy Gobert, DeJounte Murray, James Harden, Zach Levine, Chris Middleton, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, Carl Anthony Towns, Fred Van Fleet, and LaMelo Ball. So... We've already we've already discussed that you have a lot of wings that I have to deal with. And so far, uh, you know, right now, I probably have to defend LeBron James with John Morant. So I I feel like I I feel like I need to add some some size and some some wing defense. So the guy that really sticks out to me that I think would be a good fit because I do have plenty of shooting already. So this guy is a little bit limited as a three point shooter, but pretty much good at everything else. I'm, I'm taking Jimmy Butler here. I figured when you talked about the shooting not being needed that you were taking Butler. I was like, defender, not being a great shooter. He's taking Butler, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, so now I've got – I've at least got Tatum and Butler on the wings that can, you know, gives me – they both give a good two-way play and, and, and can hold up somewhat defensively. So feeling a little bit better about dealing with your enormous roster. That's good. I mean, we're going to bring in more playmaking. This is where Corbin goes back to being who I am. I love you mean my, you my wings. You who you are when you drafted Andrew Wiggins and DeMar DeRozan back-to-back? <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> the re- you know what's hilarious is that I actually didn't want to draft Wiggins. I, this is more – Wiggins was reactionary, and actually so was DeMar. It was like, okay, once I, once I had LeBron and then you took Giannis – I don't really need other ball handlers. So it's weird. And it's going to actually fly in the face of what I have to say. Because you're right. This does play in the team Corbin, as you know, completely. But off the bench, why not have more size? Why not have another playmaker? Why not have another shooter? Why not have Luka Doncic? I'm taking Luka Doncic. Okay. I mean, you're going to have to have all team defenders for these guys. That's that's the goal here. With just enough defense that it almost works. So we'll see how this goes. Okay. So... (sighs) Yeah, solid pick there. Seemingly, I mean, he seems to be the best player available there on that on that list. Got to start it. Um, so interesting. We've got we've got a lot of different ways I could go here. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are multiple point guards still on the board, and also multiple sort of shorter shooting guards. And I can't say I'm I'm interested in that because I think I'm covered for the most part there. Um, I I do still need some more size and you know for the same reason I thought Trey Young would be a good fit as my backup to Steph I think this guy would also be a good fit sort of replicating a similar offensive style to my starting center I'm going to go Carl Anthony Towns here interesting interesting all right all right I like it yeah, he can he can run the dribble handoff game. He can space the floor from the from the five position. Uh, so so yeah, he's a he's a good fit as as a replacement for Jokic. And uh, you know, I, I think he's been along with Jokic. Both both of them have been better defensively this season. Yeah, no, they have been much improved. Um, uh, the Wolves in general, I think, have had improvement across the board. And and you got to give Towns as, as a big reason why. Um. So looking at my pick, 
I mean, at this point, I kind of feel wed to a certain identity. A few ways I can still go with this. I don't need another guard. In fact, I've been trying to kind of do these versatile wings who can do some playmaking. I think between LeBron, Luka, heck, even DeMar DeRozan, we have enough guys who can, you know, man the the offensive uh, facilitation responsibilities. So, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Um, I think we are going to lean the way of Chris Milton. Okay. I it was a tough choice between Chris Milton and the guy I'm not going to name in case you capitalize <laughs> and name him, but ultimately Chris Milton plays better defense and still brings you the off-ball shooting and also some facilitation skills, which again, I want most of my guys to be able to create, play passable defense and most importantly have some size. So, I think so far we're we're doing all right with that. Doesn't Absolutely. need the ball to be successful. Yeah, very, very, very solid selection. And uh, yeah, um, he he was going to be my next pick. So thanks for that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's there's a couple of options here. And and again, yeah, I have I still probably need some some wing play here. There's, uh, you know, James Harden, who at least has the size and strength to, you know, even could play some four for me if I needed him to. But he's not the ideal sort of just a spot up shooter. And he certainly has a lot of limitations defensively. There's, um, you know, Chris Paul, obviously, is it would be my fourth point guard on my roster, but he's got the strength that he could actually play play alongside some of the point guards that I have here. So he's he's somebody that I'm I'm considering. Fred Van Fleet is is very similar to Chris Paul as well. Um, in that respect, a really strong point guard that can defend multiple positions. Lamelo Ball has you know has some size as well uh, at the guard spot. Hmm. <laughs> tough, tough choices. It is a, it is very tough. I'm going to go Chris Paul here. Chris Paul, you said. Yes, going with uh, going with CP3 again, I think he can play some two alongside Steph or Trey, you know, some of those guys. So I'm, I'm comfortable with that, even though, yeah, again, I'm, I'm definitely sacrificing size here against your team, but hopefully making up for it with with grit and, and skill shooting all of those sorts of factors. That's interesting. That is, I mean, the two for Chris Paul. I mean, yeah, you're right. He. I have some thoughts on that, but I'll wait if we do some strategizing. I do like the pick, solid selection. Um, I guess that frees me to give into my inhibitions. I'm going to take without further ado. Ooh, no. See another guy I like, though. Actually, no, I got to keep with the size. I'm taking Zach Levine. Okay. Taking Zach Levine. Um, come on out. We we have somebody who can play in transition, another athlete on the floor, somebody who can capitalize off of runouts from LeBron, shoots a three ball to high clip. Again, Brings additional size. I think I want to have it where the, it's the all-star game. Everyone here has skill, you know? So at this point, I have to look for the factors that kind of stand out. In this case, I mean, bigger is better. So I'm going to go with Levine here. Okay. So I'm I'm going to think for – I'm going to make my next choice in a similar mindset, bigger being better. And it might be strange because I've already drafted two centers. Uh-oh. But uh, I'm going to go with the Stifle Tower here, Rudy Gobert, with the thought that, you know, I could theoretically, given given uh, Jokic and, and Towns' ability to shoot the basketball, I could go with some some twin tower setups if I need to. 
and I wouldn't really sacrifice too much offense doing so. So yeah, I'm, I'm going with Rudy Gobert here. Okay. That, that, that definitely is interesting. Um, I wasn't going to take Rudy at all, so I'm glad you did. Um, <laughs> something like LeBron said, nobody picks from Utah. So, you know, got to stay in line with that. I, I should have known that uh, your distaste for, for the jazz would lead you to not draft him. So I probably could have gotten a little. Oh bit- yeah. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. It's going to kind of sound funny coming from a, a Laker fan who's the king of making every guy, you know, be the biggest guy, but I just I don't like overrated players, you know. I just think that Gobert is one of them. So same guy that's standing for Austin Reese rookie of the year, by the way. But anyways, um, moving right along, um, I am seeing what you have assembled. I'm looking at a point guard, and honestly, it's tough because between Darius Garland and Fred Van Vliet, the upside Darius Garland offensively is something that is right in my alley. Then I have Fred Van Vliet and what he brings to the table as well as someone who is a point guard but can do some shooting. I'm just going to do the curveball. I got to keep with the size. I'm taking Devin Booker. Okay. Uh, Devin Booker also plays on one of the top offensive and defensive teams. So, again, I'm getting some defense from that position. Great offense as well. And, again, we get in good size. So, I'm going to do that. I will still have a point guard remaining. And as tough as they are from whoever you end up picking – one of those guys, in addition to a certain jazz player, are still available to me when I have to pick again. Yeah, I, I think I have to go with uh, with some wing size here. And uh, I, I, I could still use a little bit of, of on-ball creation, you know, um, despite the fact that a lot of my guys can, can do some of that stuff. But having a little more juice off the bounce and, uh, you know, adding some, some athleticism would be good. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to back selections of, of Utah jazz all-stars and and go with Donovan Mitchell here. That's nice. That's nice. Okay. All right. I see it. So I've been purposely going with more wing size players because I have three bigs. Well, I have two bigs and a guy in DeRozan is playing the two, but has played most of his time. Traditionally the two, but he's played most of his time at the four. So I'm getting some guys who, when I mix and match the lineups, these guys can move up and down a position. You know, I can move DeRozan up position. I can move Wiggins up. Uh, Giannis can take some time at the five like he should. And B can still come in at the five. So off the bench, there's a lot of guys who can play perimeter positions who can also move up between the one and three, um, but have that size there. And in that line of thinking, I'm taking LaMelo Ball. Okay. Again, yeah. six, seven, you know, point guard, can play the two. I can slide him to the three, not the worst thing. Shoots a three ball at a very good clip. Makes his free throws. We know he does offensively. Defensively, we have enough behind him. And I think he hasn't been the horrific on that end either. He's obviously going to improve there. But, um, again, we're getting size and playmaking at a position of versatility for my roster. So, LaMelo Ball is next. I still think, like, uh, let's see, eight of your nine players drafted, including who you're acting as LeBron are six, seven or taller. It's just Devin Booker that is below that. So. <laughs> and what's funny is I actually didn't meet, once I picked Devin Booker is when I realized like, oh dang, he doesn't make my cut, but oh well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's just do a quick rundown of some of the players that are left here. because We each have three picks remaining. So we've got Darius Garland is still on the board. DeJounte Murray. James Harden and Fred Van Fleet. Excuse me. We each have two, I think two, two picks left. Yeah. I was uh, about to say, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, 
So four four players left: Garland, Murray, Harden, and Van Fleet. So I could use some more sort of uh, you know with with the drafting of Steph Stephen Curry, who you know, albeit he's an underrated defender, is not you know some some great perimeter defender. Trey Young isn't either. Neither is John Morant. Chris Paul is a better sort of help defender from the guard position. So I, I want that that ball hawk, that that guy that can really really put some some pressure on the opposition's ball handlers. You know, pick them up full court for 10, 15 minutes a game. I'm going Dejounte Murray here. Interesting. That is the best defender of the lot, and I'm so mad that I picked Booker over Murray. But you see, what's the issue is my list. I didn't account for Murray as the replacement. I remembered Lamella Ball. I didn't account for Murray. That would have been a taker for me in the backcourt. That's nice. I still like my offensive weapons there, but that is a very good pick and one I'm kind of irritated by. The first one I've been irritated by tonight. <laughs> um, hmm, yeah, I didn't like that at all. Okay. Um, in the spirit of that, yeah, he's been so he, – he brings size. He brings size. I'm taking James Harden. Taking James Harden shoots a three. Okay, I haven't just I haven't just liked his performance this year. Like in my mind, personally, I don't think he should be an All Star, but the numbers show it. He's had enough games where he's taken over in enough, um, despite being in trade rumors and being disinterested in everything. Again, we're keeping with that ideal of being able to play. He could do the one, he could do the two, he could do the three. You know, um, he does bring the size. He is got off ball, and honestly, we're gonna stretch your defenders to the limit because you know I like my ISO Kings and and also give me get the best of the best. So that's the hope here. And that's why I'm taking Harden. And I still will get one of the two guys I'm really interested in just at the end. Yeah, so I'm stuck with another point guard because the last two players are both point guards, Darius Garland and Fred Van Fleet. So um, I'm definitely going to be playing some two-guard lineups against your six, seven taller groups. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm okay with that because some of my guys can 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 play the two so yeah, it's it's really it comes down to, you know, I I do think that Darius Garland is a better offensive player of of the two between Garland and Van Fleet. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got, um, you know, he's a little bit better of a finisher at the basket. Uh, both of them are solid passers. I think I I believe Garland is a little bit superior in that respect as well. The the big difference though, Van Fleet stronger, much better defensively. Um, and you know, I think I have enough playmaking already that I need to prioritize defense here. So that's why I'm going to go with, uh, with, with Freddie. That's smart. That's smart. I would have went for that too. You do want to have defense when you can. Um, and you're right of those two guys, he is the better one there. However, with that being said, I'm left and I'm not upset with it. Yeah. In my mind, I thought, Hey, we have enough uh, position, positional defense, um, and that, you know, I don't feel like we're letting total, you know, we're just going to let other teams run wild with us. I would have liked Van Vliet just as like someone to throw out and be a little pest, but with the sheer size that we have, I guess we'll have to take that instead with Darius Garland, we have another guy who can push pace, another guy who spread the floor, you know, another guy to cre- create offense, play on ball, play off ball, uh, especially along these guys, the one guy that doesn't have size, but it's okay. We have a place for him as well. So we're going to take Garland as he is the last one remaining to us. All right. And, and, we should probably state too that uh, that that is no there's nothing against Garland here why he's going last absolutely not in part it's because there's 
so many good people. So I'm I'm as I'm acting as Steph Curry, who is a point guard, and there were multiple other point guards amongst the starters. So right out of the gate, I didn't really even need too many more point guards. And and again, as I said, I've I've already gotten a playmaking that I needed to focus a little bit more on defense. But Garland is mm-hmm. is excellent, and he, I wouldn't even say he's the worst reserve here. Yeah. Oh, if it was if we were just doing by an all star alone, I would have per- just straight up grabbed him. I think he is definitely not gonna be the last guy drafted. It's probably gonna be another one of the Utah guys personally. Um, and he's just a really solid player. But not only are we looking at it from a playoff matchup, in which case I already had an identity kind of put aside. But that is the second point. I already had a goal of getting size with guys who are playmakers and already. You have guys who either are the main playmaker or the secondary playmaker for their team already in LeBron, DeRozan, Giannis, Middleton, Levine, Booker, Luka, Ball. Like, I already have enough guys who need and can handle the ball. Harden, for goodness sakes. That for Garland to come in for another point guard, you know, they do the same thing all my guys do while being four inches shorter. It just didn't fit with what I was trying to go with. So nothing at all personal. Uh, only thing against Garland, he's not six seven. Yeah. So let's kind of let's break down our teams here and uh, evaluate what what's your starting or closing lineup, Corbin. And uh, we'll, we'll go through maybe what we think our team's strengths and weaknesses are and, and how we feel or what would be our prediction for if these two teams battled it out in a seven gamer. So right off the bat, you know, I'm starting I'm starting Steph at point. I'm starting Jokic at center. I'm going to be starting Jimmy Butler and Jason Tatum at the three and the four. So it really just comes down to who is going to be my starting two. Uh, I could go with, um, you know, uh, yeah, I'm probably leaning Donovan Mitchell here, you know, just because he's he's also been in kind of a, a movement system in, in Utah, and there's going to be a lot of ball movement, a lot of uh, a lot of body movement. So. It's, you know, my focus offensively is obviously going to be Curry and Jokic, whether that's in the pick and roll or the dribble handoff game and motion off of that. And then, yeah, defensively, you know, I'm probably going to throw the likes of, uh, (laughs) I've got to decide, you know, I guess it'll depend on who you, who you actually have as your sort of starting and closing lineups. But uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting how these matchups are going to play out. Yeah, so my starters off the top. I mean, we can mix this now, right? Right. All right, so I'm starting LeBron the one, Middleton two, Wiggins three, DeRozan four, Giannis the five. Boom. Okay, so we're not are, starting Embiid. We're not starting Embiid. We're going to bring Embiid off the bench with some additional size because we still have Luka, we still have Levine, we still have Booker. Um, I'll probably keep Giannis or LeBron staggered alongside and B. I want B to have the floor alone. And to be fair, all of my guys I trust as playmakers, but as far as shooting is concerned, if Embiid's a better shooter of my three front court guys, if it's between him, LeBron, and, and Giannis, I want to give Giannis room to roam. He's a 29% three-point shooter this year. He needs all the room around the basket. LeBron has taken more volume of threes this year than in years past. He's comfortable out there. So that's fine. And he's played with Laker lineups that have not had AD. So I feel okay with him out there shooting threes. Um, and then when Embiid comes, I want Embiid to be the hub on the offensive end and be the backline defender as well. Yeah, and and frankly, that was why I kind of went out of my way to get Gobert, even though I already had Jokic and, and Towns, was just because Match I up. wanted another guy to deal with Giannis, another guy that could potentially deal with LeBron. 
So, you know, Gobert might be one of my uh, key guys off the bench just to just to deal with your size's length and athleticism. Um, but uh, yeah, and you know, I could I could theoretically go with Jokic and Cat together if I wanted in the starting lineup, and and play Butler, Tatum, and Curry. I'm I'm, I'm kind of thinking that might be interesting. That would be nice. Now, I don't know if the only thing I'm interested about is whether Cat is 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 okay playing four. Because Cat on Giannis, I like that matchup. I like the size you bring to the table off the top there. I just feel like one of those guys is miscast as that four. And it, I, like, I think it's, I think it's Cat. But that's my, that's my pushback lightly. Because I could see it working, of course. Oh, yeah. I mean, whoever's guarding Giannis is, is laying off and is probably going to be one of my bigs that hopefully can at least wall off the rim a little bit. And again, that's where Gobert comes in and he'll get significant minutes off the bench as well. But yeah, you know what? Screw it. I got to match your size and I can do so without sacrificing offense. So, yeah, I'm starting Jokic at the five, Cat at the four, Butler at the three, Tatum at the two and Steph at point. And, uh, you know. I think that offensively that's filthy because I have multiple post-up options, especially if you're not starting Embiid, you know, I've got guys that can, they can attack your, your, uh, I mean, they're still big, but Giannis and LeBron aren't centers. <laughs> I mean, they've played center, but um, you know, I still get a, a little bit of a size advantage there with Kat and Jokic, two of the best post-up players in the history of the league. So um, and then, yes, I also still have plenty of shooting with Tatum and Curry and Butler also there to provide size and just do a little bit of do all the dirty work for me with four guys around him that can really shoot. So I, I kind of like that. And then I again, I can play Kat and Jokic together because I have Gobert off the bench then that can that can replace them. But, uh, yeah, I, you know. There is just the advantage of even though at this stage, I think Curry is probably, and some might still disagree with this, but that Curry is probably a slightly better player than LeBron. Um, <laughs> Corbin oh, shaking nah. his head. I'm sorry. <laughs> but but um, you'll, you'll, you'll at least agree with this next point. There is just a general, um, you know, it makes it easier to build around a player like LeBron just due to his size and positional versatility. It, it is going to be interesting. It is going to be interesting for sure. I, I think <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I like it. Curry. Yeah, I guess. I guess it, it might be one of those things where it, it seemed obvious Curry was better than LeBron the first month or or two. Of yeah, the exactly. As of late, it's flipped. Exactly. No. 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 Uh, yeah, I, exactly, exactly what I was going to say. Like, if we're going from just the beginning of the year, yeah, it was no question. First two months of the season, absolutely. But, like, recently, especially when you look at, you know, LeBron's tied with Embiid's leading in scoring and what he's doing. No, I wouldn't say right now, but I would agree. I think at best, they more or less, I can even agree to a canceling of the two out. Even though I don't think so, I will. I can go to that. But just where the NBA curves have gone for them, I, you got to admit, LeBron's on an ascension right now, my friend. He is. I mean, I, I have him on my fantasy team, so I'm fully aware of what of his, <laughs> his production. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I mean, 
looking at this, Corbin, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm willing to admit when I'm bested, I think you've got me just by a hair. Oh, my God. Um, when, uh, oh, well, I'll wait till you're done. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this has never uh, happened. Oh, oh sorry. The, uh, so as far as, like, predicting what would happen in a, in a seven-game series, I think you would have a challenge slowing me down offensively. I think I've got a lot of weapons. It would be a high-scoring series, but your ability to just dominate me with size and athleticism I think would be a little bit too much to overcome. So I'm picking Team Corbin in six. Wow. Garrett being the – okay, listen, ladies and gentlemen, this is the first time in the history of the Garrett Bougay – Garrett Bougay show. (laughs) 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 This is the first time in the history of Duncan Dynasty that – I've beaten Garrett or that Garrett admits defeat and that I actually can go off and say, wow, maybe I did it. Usually, even if I argue, yeah, I won, I go home going, I don't know though. But like, wow, I've never, and that's just, that's a testament to anyone listening, especially if you just listeners, potential hires, like this guy knows his hoops. All right. It took me going against the grain, trying to think of what would Garrett do, which was in my mind for like the first five picks. And then it kind of fell into place. But that's what did it. So I had to be Garrett to be Garrett. Think about that. I would have taken my team, but I would have taken in seven because I did think the same thing you did. I thought that my size was just a lot. But I realized, especially as I got to the bench, that you were getting the better defenders as a whole. You know, I was relying more on, like, I had I had Giannis. That's great. I had Embiid, who I feel confident in. But then I'm relying on other guys who have, I mean, who have size but aren't the best of defenders. You know, I didn't make an argument, as you know, for ball. I didn't make an argument for Booker. I didn't make an argument. I didn't make an argument for Booker. I didn't make an argument for Levine. You know, it's a lot of guys where I think that you're right. Like, it is an all-star game, and that's where the one detriment comes in. Like, there's going to be offense on both sides. You know what I mean? So it's really how do you stack it together. In this case, I prioritize size as, like, the overall factor in my favor. But if it was a seven-game series like that, although it might be a victory for me, I do think so. I think it will be a lot harder because, again, you have a better balance of offense to defense where I skew more on the offensive end with maybe just enough defense to survive, but not one to win like in no five games or anything like that. But I mean, your, your defense with just be having LeBron as uh, you're acting as LeBron, Giannis and Embiid and even Wiggins Wiggins is, is a pretty solid defender. So your first four guys that you got for your roster are all pretty solid defensively. And, you know, yeah, got guys like, uh, you know, Middleton as well. I was going to mention anyone else, but no, just Middleton is the only other good defender. Yeah, that's what, exactly. Yeah. No, you said it. Like, I, you, you helped me out because I didn't give Wiggins some love, and that's why I picked him where I did. I actually didn't want him at that point, but I'm like, okay, I need a wing guy because I can't sell LeBron as defend. I watch enough Lakers basketball. LeBron can't defend the, the top two wings as is. I needed a Wiggins guy. But after that, you're right. Like, especially for the perimeter spot, you know, you move past LeBron, Wiggins, um, Middleton, and then we're moving Giannis out of position, you know, to stick one of the th- two of the threes. And after that, I don't feel really confident, you know, saying, all right, DeRozan, get him. Like, come on now. You know what I mean? Or or God help us all, Luca or Booker. You know what I mean? So I got like four, I'd say two or three adequate wing defenders I like. But then after that, I'll be stretched thin. And with your point guards, you're going to be using our wings to the, match, to the max because you do have guys who will stretch the floor either vertically or just getting straight to the basket and John Moran. So it would definitely be interesting. Also, again, I do think the size is what will be the factor there. But, like, I shudder to think about, you know, having a, a LeBron DeRozan Wiggins lineup with your John Morant, Steph Curry, um, Trey Young lineup. And, yes, y'all are very small, but 
what in the world is DeRozan going to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? And how is LeBron going to be cutting across, you know, and then expected to run the offense on the other end? You know, so it'll, it would be interesting for sure. It'd be, it'd be some fun little cross matches, definitely. Yeah, I think the, the reason I give your team a little bit of an edge is I feel like you have a little bit more versatility defensively as far as, I mean, you can go big. You could play LeBron, Giannis, and Embiid together if you wanted or even if you play and, and play more of a traditional dropback defensive system, or you could start Giannis at the five, LeBron at the four, play like uh, Wiggins and, and, and Middleton and someone like uh, Levine or Luca and, and switch everything, you know, whereas I don't really feel like I have any lineups where I can switch. <laughs> so, so that is a problem for, for my team. I really pretty much have to go with the, with the dropback system, which is maybe why I was leaning towards, oh, I could just probably play two centers then, uh, especially if it's, if it's centers with incredible offensive skills and Jokic mm-hmm. and, and Towns, because if I'm dropping, it's good to have then multiple guys at the rim that can make a difference. Uh, so, so that's the main thing, but uh, yeah, I, I think it was, uh, it, this was certainly a fun exercise and, and uh, I think this would be a fun, fun matchup if it, if, if uh, on, on Thursday night, it comes out to be something similar to this, although we still don't know who the opposite of team LeBron is at this stage, do we? You know, I think it'll still be Durant. Something did Durant play last year? Was it even Durant as the captain? I thought, yeah, it was- if I remember it was, Giannis did it two years in a row, I thought, but Giannis did it two years in a row. I think Durant did it one. Let me look. Because I think we've had Team LeBron versus Team Durant before. And I don't think Durant played. I'm looking right now, live radio here, but Team LeBron versus Team Durant 2021. And did Durant play? He did not. Hmm. So I think it'll be exactly the same thing. Um yeah, I guess was- like for the purposes of our exercise, I don't know how it would work where if if I was playing because we we got a injury replacement for Durant, so we would have an odd number of players. Yeah, no, we did the right thing, I think, in terms yeah. of compensating for what was going to happen there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think we did do it smart because a uh, bottom line, Durant wouldn't play, so we didn't factor him in as a player, but we needed someone to be, you know, a captain anyways. I mean, we could have done – it would have just been a funky. I think given the situation at hand and the fact that NBA is uh, – Already kind of weird with the All Star voting and switcheroos and everything. I think I think the Duncan Dynasty draft crew was a lot more succinct. Yeah, well, and and looking back too, I probably should have, um, I probably should have just gone with with uh, with Giannis as my team captain and who I was representing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was true. I was, I'm not gonna lie, it took me a little blank moment to realize that Giannis was available to pick, but it was a no brainer for me after that. But you're right, if you had done that, I think we would have had a lot more back and forth then because you did have an answer at some point. Giannis is still a great equalizer. Yeah, well, and I think I would have drafted better than uh, than, than Giannis had in his couple of years doing it. He was just uh, he he got absolutely destroyed by LeBron. When yeah, <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah, Giannis just stick to the jokes that he starts doing now for the post game pressers. Let let the draft and be with LeBron. LeBron is the best GM except this past year with the Lakers. All right, Corbin. Well, yeah, this was this was an absolute blast. Thanks for thanks for coming on as always and doing this, dude. Every time with you is a pleasure. I appreciate you, my friend. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Duncan Dynasty. Corbin Ford and Gary Bouguet here with you. And uh, just wanted to, to quickly say before we wrap up, uh, please subscribe, rate, and review Duncan Dynasty. We're on, uh, we're on iTunes. We're on Spotify, wherever you get your, uh, your podcast. That is uh, much appreciated. You can find me on uh, Twitter at Garrett Bouguet. Corbin, why don't you tell the people what you got going on? 
Oh, man, you can find me on Twitter at CorbinNBA. Uh, definitely make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. I mean, following me is just an afterthought here. But if you want some more NBA content from yours truly, uh, check out Round Ball Ramble. Um, it is my podcast. You can also find uh, the description uh, on my Twitter handle, on on, once you click on my Twitter handle. Uh, definitely check that out. And, uh, yeah, a bunch of other um, assorted pods. I love talking hoops just like my friend Gary does. So you know where to find me there. That's the main part to catch my work. Yeah, can't recommend Round Ball Ramble enough. Corbin does goes, does great stuff there, and I've appeared on it numerous times and uh, <laughs> hopefully will be uh, continuing to appear on it in the future. Again, we appreciate you all for listening and, of course, enjoy the next week in the NBA calendar. Leftovers. Or the DMV. Number 97. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.